0: Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve White. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week the topic is what to do after you pick a niche. I've done a lot of topics on how to pick a niche, but what do you, what do, you do when you pick one? What, what do you do immediately afterwards to plan your success in a particular niche market? That's what I want to talk about in this podcast. And I just want to give a shout out. This podcast was recommended by Cheryl, one of our listeners. So Cheryl, thank you very much uh, for this excellent question. And let me get right to it. Let's say, for example, you're a B2B copywriter and, and the niche market you want to focus on is the farm equipment and supplies market, sometimes called the agribusiness market. That can actually be a very lucrative niche. Uh, You may think it's companies selling to farmers, but farmers run multi-million dollar businesses. So uh, it's it's an excellent B2B niche market to get into. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. Anyway, so that's your target market, agribusiness, farm equipment and supplies. Now, why would you pick a niche like that? And what do you want to accomplish in that niche? Well, the reason why you picked a niche like that is because it's a good fit for you, and you're hoping to become well-known in that niche market, aren't you? You're hoping to become well-known so everybody knows you, so you get more leads and referrals, more word of mouth. Uh, You're hoping that when you pick that niche, your marketing will become easier for you because you'll be more focused. You'll know exactly what kind of companies that you'll be targeting, who to talk to, what to do next in your marketing, and also you're hoping that you'll gain a great track record in that market because you're focused on just agribusiness. You'll probably get really good as a copywriter for agribusiness products and services very, very quickly. Much more quickly than a a generalist B2B copywriter would be because you're so focused and you're going so deep in this market. And those are all the advantages, but you're not going to get any of those advantages until you take the next step in making your niche work for you. Because simply picking a niche market really does nothing. I mean, it's a big deal, you've you've made a decision. Congratulations, a lot of people spend weeks on this and never make a decision. You've made a decision, but nothing's gonna happen until you immediately take some steps towards becoming suc- successful in that market. So here's what I would suggest to you as the next step and what you need to do to become successful in a niche market right after you've picked your niche. So let's go back to our first example. You've picked agribusiness as your niche market. What do you do next? Well, there are four things I suggest you do right away. And these four things you could probably get done in, in a day, maybe a couple of days. This is a bit of a project, but this is something you need to do right away after you pick your niche market. Number one, is to create your hit list 100. That's what I call it, the hit list 100. These this is a list of 100 companies in that niche market that you suspect could be good prospects for your copywriting services. And you got to do some thinking here because it can't be just any company. You got to do some research. You got to visit their websites. You got to check them out. And, you know, you want to make sure you're targeting the right size of, of company. If it's a products manufacturer, for example, they need to be fairly large before they can be the kind of prospect that can give you a lot of uh, copywriting gigs. If they're a software company or a services company, they can be quite a bit smaller, but you got you to make sure that they're the right size of company, the type of company, the kind of company that is likely to be a great client for your services. In the, in the farm equipment industry, for example, as you're making this list, you'll probably come up with 10 names right off the top of your head. You'll probably come up with John Deere, for example, uh, which is a famous brand in the agribusiness area. But And there's a lot of other marquee names as well. But once you run through those, you're going to start coming up with a list of probably smaller companies, mid-sized companies, maybe even smaller than mid-sized companies but you want to come up with that list of 100 names of companies you'll need to visit the websites of every single one of these companies you want to be picky about this you want to check out their websites you want to see what kind of marketing they do do they have a newsletter is it obvious that uh, they do a lot of marketing do they have social media do they uh, have offers and ads do you see the ads on the internet you want to get a sense of the kind of marketing they do to see if they're the kind of company that could use the help of a great copywriter like yourself. Okay, so take some time here. Make a list of 100 dream clients in your niche. And that's, like I said, that's going to take you probably most of the day. But you want to get that hit list 100. Because if you do the right things and start a prospecting strategy soon afterwards, your hit list 100 is where you're going to start. Because in that list, I guarantee you, if you do the right things, your first couple of clients is going to come from that list. So number one, get your hit list 100 together. I recommend putting it in an Excel file or if you have a contact management system like salesforce.com, for example, you can use that as well. So that's number one. Number two is develop a list of publications that your prospects in your niche market, likely read in order to get business building information, sales information, marketing information. In other words, the kind of publications they read in order to get, get more sales for, for, for their companies. In the agribusiness area, for example, they have a magazine that's been around for quite a while called Agribusiness Marketing. And I can assure you just about every marketing director in the agribusiness space probably at least heard of that publication. They probably subscribe to it and they probably read it, at least occasionally, maybe often. Okay, And there may be other publications as well because I'm not in that space. I don't know every publication in that space. But do some research. Go on the internet. Find what publications that your prospects will probably be reading in that niche to get business building information, sales information, marketing information. You might end up with a list of three or four publications. They may not all be print publications. Some of those publications may be online publications. A lot of former print publications, by the way, are migrating and reinventing themselves as online publications. So watch out for that. But you want to find out what those publications are. And don't include blogs in this list. Uh, We're going to get to those a little bit later. So that's number two is your list of publications that your prospects are likely to be reading to get business building information, sales information, marketing information. Number three is you want to develop a list of associations and groups that your prospects in your niche market are likely to either heard of or they're members of or they attend. And just about every niche industry has a professional association connected with it in some way, shape, or form. For example, uh, if you have professional speakers and trainers as your target market, the National Speakers Association is a popular association that many people in that space belong to, or at least heard of, or probably subscribe to their newsletter, okay? So find the associations, find the groups. There may be groups, online groups as well, looked on LinkedIn, looked on Facebook. They may have a online group for agribusiness uh, marketing directors uh, network, and they may have their own Facebook group. You know, do some research. Find out where your uh, prospects in your target market hang out. You know, the associations, the the groups. And be careful here. Sometimes there are uh, niche groups within a larger association. Sometimes you might have a, a general business association like the oil and gas industry association which is just for everybody in that industry but when you take a closer look they may have subgroups within that association one of the subgroups could be marketing okay uh, so watch out for that as well you want to drill down ideally to those associations and groups in your niche market where marketing directors are likely to be a part of or attending And when you find out about these associations, take a look at what they offer, because a lot of associations offer events for their members, chapter meetings, workshops and seminars. Those are all networking opportunities for you, by the way. And also some of them publish e-newsletters. A lot of them do. And some of them actually publish print publications. There are a lot of associations that are also publishers. The National Association of Realtors, for example, is a membership association for realtors, obviously, but they they publish a glossy print uh, publication for their members. So they're also publishers as well. So watch out for that because all these things are going to be opportunities for you to reach your target market in that niche. So that's number three, associations and groups. Number four, start making a list of what I call the players. Now, at your first go at this, you're not going to get everybody, but you'll get probably half of them. But find out who the players are in that niche market. In other words, find out who is already reaching that niche market or reaching marketing directors in that niche market. Find out who the gurus are. Find out who the marketing consultants are who are reaching that market, who the speakers are and trainers, uh, business coaches. Uh, popular bloggers and podcasters. Is there an agribusiness podcast? Is there, a, is there some popular agribusiness or agri marketing blogs out there? I don't know. Do some research. Find out. Okay. Are there graphic designers and web design firms targeting at the agribusiness space? Find out who the players are. Because when you do, all those people are potential good referral sources for you, okay? You'll want to start uh, the process of connecting with those people, uh, building those relationships, getting to know them, finding a way to deliver value to them, So and and building your relationship with them to a point where perhaps you'll start getting referrals from these people. These people are, are excellent sources because they're already reaching your target market, the agribusiness market. So those are the four things you should do right away. Your project number one is to do these four things after you pick a niche market. Create your hit list 100. Get a list of publications where your prospects get business building, sales, and marketing information in your niche market. Get a list of the associations and groups and start building your list of the players in that niche market as well the marketing consultants the agencies the coaches the designers that are targeting that market who can be potential referral sources for you and when you go through this process when you start making your these four lists how to market yourself in that niche market how to succeed in this niche market is start it's going to start becoming very obvious for you you'll start seeing opportunities Almost right away. In fact, as soon as you make your hit list 100, there's an opportunity there to start getting uh, the names of marketing people in those companies and start a prospecting effort. So opportunities are just going to start becoming very obvious to you, but you it won't happen until you make these four lists. So thank you very much, Cheryl, for uh, this uh, terrific topic suggestion. What to do after picking a niche. What, you, what do you do? You make these four lists. That's your project number one. So that's this week's B2B running Success. I hope you found it helpful. And if you have a topic suggestion you want me to cover, please send me an email. I'm easy to reach. You can email steveslonwhite at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And if you give me a topic suggestion, chances are if it's a good one, I'll probably cover it within the next two or three weeks so you'll get your answer fairly quickly. So I'm Steve Slonwhite. Until next week, Have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.